Welcome to the Young Money Diet Podcast, where today we are in a simulation for negotiation. Before we get started, again, hot take. So my hot take today is that condo fees and condos are scam. And I do understand the allure that uh, for affordability, especially in Alberta, condos are uh, a good alternative because of the lower price. But if you look on Saskatchewan Drive, the condo fees are like $700, $800 a month now. So I've heard a lot of horror stories from individuals that have owned condos and all of a sudden the balconies need to be replaced and you have to refinance $10,000, $20,000 on your mortgage. So my hot take is if you can afford something outside of a condo, especially if you're going in the suburbs like Summerside, Ellerslie, um, downtown, you might not have an option, but if you can avoid condos, that's my hot take is they are a scam. No, I, I'm actually very, very getting my feet wet a little bit into the real estate market here. And I kind of agree with Raj in some ways. I found some condo fees that are just as expensive as basically your mortgage, Raj. Like if you were to actually price that out. And the biggest problem with the condo fees, it's your decisions are made by a like a board that's built by the condo. So you don't really get any independence over whether or not you want to fix your roof this year or next year if they decide they're going to do it you have to pitch in and you have to get it done and whether or not you have the available money at the time is just it's a detail you have to figure it out right so if i would highly recommend if it's available for you to be able to invest into a freehold which is where you own the title and i would recommend that um but 100 percent, raj i agree with you there are definitely downsides of going with a condo so uh, i know you mentioned that we're going to be talking about negotiation today and i i just want to set that up a little bit so that we have a good idea of what the yep. structure of the episode is going to look like so raj and i are trying something new today we're going to try to like act it out have kind of a fictitious situation where raj is going to work or act or behave as an employer whereas i'm going to be an employee and basically i will be trying to ask for a salary compensation upgrade and and try to negotiate my salary to go up rajas obviously has a very very different motivation to make sure that it doesn't and then we'll play it out and as always i have no idea what raj is going to say raj has no idea what i have in my tool chest which is probably not a lot but at the same time we're going to go out and try to do our best so just to come up with a setting that I guess is sort of neutral uh, in a position that it doesn't work. So we chose Calgary as the city where our company is. We chose the fact that I have only three years of experience. I'm going to continue to be an engineer. So I'll be an engineer in training with three years of experience, Raj, just because that's the only world where you and I have both have some level of, I guess, uh, experience so far. We'll work for an EPC company and uh, people who don't know what EPCs are, they're just engineering procurement construction. So they're very basically engineering firms no different than a law firm or an accounting firm that other businesses can take advantage of when they need something designed or built or procured they'll call them up and say hey we have this problem we'll pay you an x amount of money to go fix that so it's very very project based so yeah so i'll be an engineering training we're in calgary i have three years of experience we work for an apc and let's just say i make seventy four thousand dollars per year and i'm trying to get that upgraded towards eighty thousand or something like that so that's what we're gonna go with that's going to be our setting so we're just gonna start playing it out so um, Raj, you're going to be the employer. I'm just, I've just walked in your office. So I'll start here. Good, uh, good afternoon, Raj. How are you today? Hey, we'll see if I'm doing well. How can I help you today? 
th thank you for taking the meeting, man. I know I uh, scheduled it a few weeks ahead. I wanted to just talk about, like, the last time we didn't really have a chance to really talk. I just mentioned that I'm looking to get some kind of compensation changes, so I thought I'd get, let you some time, give you some time to actually think about that, and I prepped this meeting for today. So I just wanted to come in and talk about my current compensation, Raj. Yeah, so thank you. I, I admire your courage to bring up this conversation and you've been at the company for three years. Thank you for giving me some time to work with HR and sleep on it and think more about some of your approaches. Um, I think that's always important in the negotiation is for us to make sure we're on the same page. Uh, you've been here for quite some time now. You've, you've been here three years. You're getting your professional engineering designation. So mm -hmm. I definitely think there's something we can work out for you. Um, but before we talk about uh, numbers and cents, I want you to kind of sell me uh, some of your performance. I've got your performance numbers here, but give me just... Give me just kind of some of your justification for why you are looking for this extra compensation. Definitely. So I, I think in, within the last year specifically, so the first couple of years, I was really, really uh, embracing the learning opportunity, Raj. So any projects that I got, I wanted to get some different projects, make sure I came out to be a well-rounded, technically competent and sound engineer who could take um, both proactively think of design and build as well as be reactive if there were any problems with our clients i could be relied upon to go out there and actually look at real-time problem solving through my past experience so i was working on that on year one and two as we discussed in our previous yearly accommodation for salary but this year what i wanted to work on was the how would i call it like the x factor because everyone eventually will work on their trade and skill to become a good engineer but what I really focused on this year was interpersonal conflict. So if you remember a couple of the situations a few months ago when the discussion in the meeting got heated, I was the level-headed, calm presence that brought the discussion back down to the ground and started thinking rationally. Um, this year, I also wanted to focus more on taking it on initiatives and rather than waiting for new work to come in, I wanted to be proactive and a self-starter. So if you look for the department KPI initiatives, which is key performance indices that I have introduced this year to improve everyone's ability to pitch in and track their own performance, I think that's the kind of things that kind of set me apart compared to my colleagues as well. As well as I, I just have a general idea of how to allow our company's bottom line or, or our profit margin to increase. So if I'm looking for potentially new vendors or new companies that we could be doing business with and save money on our procurement end, which allows the client to get the same level and service of product, but at the same time, it allows us to hopefully buy it at a bulk discount item and make sure we can keep some of the money in-house for for ourselves, hopefully in compensation or bonuses, however we play that out. So that, those were some of the reasons this sure. year, Raj. Sure. So we'll see, I guess um, just to re refresh my memory, what, uh, what exactly are you looking for? in terms of compensation. Right, so at the moment, we, we I'm currently at 74,000, as you can look at my uh, file, and that is very, tracks very well with an average engineer's salary with three years of experience in our industry in Calgary. But where I think our disconnect lies, Raj, is the fact that I would, I didn't come to this profession to become an average engineer. I wanted to come in, I wanted to show my initiative and my hard work to hopefully be one to two standard deviations above the average. I'm bringing in my energy and enthusiasm every single day to sort of approach this job as it's something that I really truly 
do care about and I'm passionate about. So in my head, if you are looking for employees within your organization, which I hope you are, that are better than average employees, then in some sense, the compensation has to follow a better than average structure. So this year, I'm looking to get um, a $74,000, my current compensation, I'm looking to get a $6,000 upgrade onto that, which is roughly around 7 to 8% increase, Raj, which is, I think, okay. more fair based on the skills I bring to the table. Okay, so I will level with you, Asif. So in the two weeks since our prior meeting, um, I've talked to HR, I have looked at our current salary structure within the company, and then took the Apega engineering salaries as well to see how we compared. Um, we are on par, as you mentioned, with the EIT status. Uh, my hands are a little bit tied with COVID and some of the depressed economy um, projects that have been canceled. Mm -hmm. uh, however, our organization and me personally have seen uh, a tremendous productivity from and tremendous feedback from your projects. Um, but with that in mind, I do want to mention that you're not a professional engineer yet. And I wanted to see if you'd be willing to have a different ex a different negotiation at a later time for compensation once you are a professional engineer. So I, I, I like that we're actually making some progress. We're talking in concrete terms. So I want to address two things that you brought up. Number one was the depressed economy and COVID, right? So the way I, I see that, Roger, in, in a lot of ways, we have an aligned set of interests that we want our company to come out of it whole, if not better than when we started, because I know it's a difficult time, Roger. And we definitely want to make sure that we're coming out with full steam ahead and we are a robust and well-developed company who are working functionally. So in that sense, I would say, look, when, when the U.S. Marines or U.S. Navies have a general difficult problem that's above your baseline level of difficulty, they send the Navy SEALs, which are a more competent subsection of employees within their group. COVID is definitely a challenging economic problem that we're going through right now, Raj. So wouldn't you want to have people, hopefully like me, that are driven and passionate and that are going to work 120% to get you and your company out of this mess sooner than our comp competitors? And in that sense, yes, we're yes. in a depressed time. But if you're looking to value that kind of attitude and people, then I think it, it's only fair. They're compensating me in that way and keeping me motivated to make sure I come to work with a 100% clear goal in terms of how we move our agenda and not in the back of my hand, I'm thinking about how am I going to deal with my personal expenses and things of that nature. So I want to be focused and that's the For reason sure. why I'm here today. And the other thing that you were just sort so, of... Oh, go ahead, Rich. Yeah, so um, the, in terms of your employment, uh, there are a lot of costs and benefits that might not be realized just from a salary proponent. You know, we've got the lease on the buildings, we've got your benefits, your your bonuses that we receive and our big projects in the past. I know that has been diminished with COVID. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of chargeability, being at an EPC, we charge you at the same rate until you become a professional engineer. And so that's, that's the only reason I kind of brought that up is um, definitely we can re-explore the, the conversation then at a later time whenever you're planning to get your professional engineering designation. There are, I mean, the supply and the demand of talent is in a crazy um, imbalance right now. Uh, there are a lot of 
individuals that are looking for work mm -hmm. and you know you're definitely uh, a, a superstar and a top performer but there are unfortunately the fact is everybody is replaceable in in today's environment so i want to just make sure that it's fair for the company but then also understanding recognizing your performance uh, we want to work with you but are you willing to i guess move on some of your salary negotiations or explore it at a later time when you do have your professional engineering de designation yeah so there's a couple of things i want to address number one is the sort of the later time in the professional designation raj like as you can kind of see i'm able to perform at the level of a professional engineer for a year or so now regardless of my designation so i understand that your chargeability towards the external client may not be at the same rate but in terms of the output that you're getting out of me which is really what i'm getting compensated for that is where i would say i can bring nearly as much value as a professional engineer. So that's something I want to address. Secondly, in terms of the delay of time in, in you know, maybe I, I get to become a professional engineer 12 months from now, because the process, as you and I are both engineers, we're aware, takes about 12 months, it could take 16 months, and COVID could potentially um, make that process even longer. So what I'm trying to say is since both of those things are beyond our control, it's only fair that I get compensated based on what I'm able to do today and what I'm able to deliver rather than something that's in the bottom of my email signature that you and I both know. Like I'm not going to be at an 80% capacity and the second I get my PNG, I'm going to be at 120, right? That doesn't logically make sense. So that's something I wanna mention. Right. At the same time, I wanna be flexible, Rajan. So I understand that there are some things where hands are tied on, so potentially, it's not just about the money. If you're able to, we can get crafty. We can maybe think about like if I'm able to bring in a client, potentially work through a percentage of their project that, that could be my finders free, Raj. Or I could look towards uh, looking at if do you have any equity options available at the company. Like I know it's a big company now, but that could be something that I'm potentially interested in. I want to give you some of these ideas and make sure that you have the time to critically think about this before you get back to me with hopefully an agreement that works for both sides. What do you think, Raj? For sure. Uh, I actually really like the idea of the business development side. Um, that's something I'd have to run by HR, mm -hmm. but I think that would be mutually beneficial for not only our team, but for you personally, being able to work on those softer skills, you know, develop further develop your strengths mm -hmm. um, by going and out getting outreach and then also having some sort of reward for bringing that business in. That's a win-win scenario. And that's something that me personally, I'm really interested in. And I'm glad that you brought that up as a, as an alternative. Mm -hmm. um, so what I'll do is I will go back to HR and I will run that by them to come up with concrete numbers on what that might look like if possible. Mm -hmm. um, if not, um, we can talk about stock options or equity as well. Um, but in the meantime, I know you're looking for a decision and an answer. I have been approved for just a base salary to give you 77,000. Okay. Would you be willing to take that? And you don't have to decide now. Um, if we can also come up with some sort of bonus structure, but then if not, would you also be willing to take that if that's where the conversation might end? So at, at this stage, what I want to just clarify is that the best possible offer you're able to bring to the table today. In terms of the, the dollar compensation salary, mm -hmm. I would have to go back to HR to talk to them. That's, that's the value that they did give me. So why don't we reschedule and 
uh, I'll bring up some of these other alternatives to see what we can do for you. Sure. Okay. So I think Raj and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to make my decision take some time. But for me to be able to make my decision, I would have to have some kind of concrete sense. So if you can just go back to HR, see if the alternate options are at the table and is part of my compensation package, it wouldn't make my decision-making process tremendously easier than to work on hypotheticals and alternatives. So I think we can revisit in a couple of weeks. It'll give you some time to um, work with HR and it'll give me some time to mull over all the things that we talked about today. Is that fair? Perfect. Okay. Thank you for your time. And I will commit to you. Let's talk in a week. I know you've been waiting for a while on this decision. Um, we value you and your skills and we want to make something work for you. You know, we've got to go through the bureaucracy and the, the process of HR. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to put this at the top of my priority list because this is something that is owed to you, at least a final decision. So let's uh, let's move forward as, as soon as we can. Thank you, Raj. I appreciate it. I value the fact that you've made it a priority. Um, OK, so I'll just uh, I'll just truncate it there so we know that the it's at the end is this kid and we can kind of talk through that. So, Raj, I think it was great. Like, I think we had a good conversation. I would like to take the time to maybe debrief a little bit in terms of some things that maybe went well. What didn't uh, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. So my job was definitely easier. Um, it's in a negotiation. There's usually an asymmetry of power. Mm -hmm. Of course, I being the supervisor and the boss holding all the cards, I have all the power, especially with the point I made with supply and demand. Mm -hmm. The reality is everybody is replaceable. Um, I, you know, me personally in my current role at Shell, I'm sure they could find somebody in two days that that has the same skill set as me. And that's the that's the downfall of. Um, just the young individuals in the workplace, especially with the amount of talent coming out of university. So I, th I admire, I think you did a really good job. I took a couple notes. So you were very hesitant to give a lower number. I asked you two, three times, um, which I, which is awesome. So whoever puts a number down first loses the negotiation. So you started with 80,000 and I asked you a couple times if you're willing to move on it and you, you didn't actually give a hard concrete number and at the end of the negotiation, I had to give you a number. Mm -hmm. So I, that's a, that was, I, I note that down because that was really good. So you weren't moving on your number, um, delays. So I wrote down delay. So negotiation, whoever has the most amount of time will win. Right. And so that's why I was trying to delay the decision, delay the decision, delay the decision. And I thought you did a really good job of, of holding me accountable rather than just saying, let's reschedule, let's reschedule. You were, you were kind of bringing the conversation back. Right. Uh, and then obviously just compromise with the bonus structure, the equity, um, always having something like as an alternative. I think that's good to, to go because negotiation isn't always going to be a hard concrete number. It's not going to be what I want. It's not going to, yeah, it's not going to be what you want. Um, so those are some of the notes. I mean, I admire your courage and you definitely had the harder job in this because <laughs> being a supervisor, being a boss is easy because it's, you can just say no. It's a lot tougher and... to be on the other side, right? <laughs> um, okay, so I'll go through a couple of things that, that were in the back of my head as I was talking through it. Like I said, we weren't aware of what conversation we were going to have. So, I, you know, thinking on thinking on my feet a little bit. So uh, I think generally you're 100% correct in the sense that whoever has the ability to walk away at the end of the negotiation is always going to be the person that wins. Because since I'm replaceable, that person is you today. But if I was genuinely going into this negotiation and I was 
very unhappy with my position. I might even look for some jobs and potentially try to line something up as I'm walking through this negotiation. If I'm very happy at my right. current role and I'm just trying to sort of leverage my performance to try to get something, maybe that's not the best tactic, but I thought I just mentioned that. You, you want to have the ability at the end of the day to sort of walk away if you can. Second thing, um, I, I this happens to, I would believe every single EIT or any kind of professionals that go and ask for compensation raises is things always come up that are beyond your control, which is like COVID-19 is kind of depressing the economy. There could be recessions. Maybe they lost the projects, X, Y, Z, whatever. The one thing I want to make sure is as, as any of our listeners, if you're going into a negotiation, don't compromise on these things because the way you can sort of tackle that and you say look at the end of the day we cannot discuss things that are out of our control raj i get that the economy is currently at this stage but at the same time i'm not bringing up the fact that the real estate prices have doubled in 10 years but my wage has stayed relatively stagnant right because again that's out of my employer's right. control they had no bearing on they're not increasing the real estate price so for them to pay for that is unfair for you to pay a fine or fee or delay your gratification based off COVID is also unfair. So you can bring up things like, yeah, you can obviously replace me, but in the same sense, you're going to lose time, you're going to lose expertise, and you're going to train the new person for an X amount of time anyway. So I, you're losing that money towards that new position. Acquiring new positions are very, very expensive for a company. So if they had just put portion yes. of that towards your salary to begin with, we'd have a much happier conclusion. So bring that up. Always try to align your interest with the company. So like I said, I was trying to say, hey, you want people like me to get you out of this mess who are above average? So pay me above average so I can get you out of this mess faster. So that's that's something I yeah. wanted to try to do. And then always sell yourself, not the circumstance. Don't come in saying, hey, you know, I, I have a child now. I have extra expenses. Please give me some more money so I can deal with it. It's not in the employer's right. decision that you had a child. That was your decision. You should have known better or maybe worse, whatever. Come in with what you are bringing to the table. And I really do mean, I've learned this from you, Raj. If double down on your strength, forget about your weakness. No one goes far in life by like bridging or mitigating their weakness. They go far in life by doubling down on their strength. So if you're a people person, bring yeah. that up. If you're analytical, bring that up. So that's some of the things I Yeah. So I was pushing the, you're not a PNG, you're not a PNG, you're not a PNG. And, uh, and that's just, that's, you know, outside of this specific simulation, that's what people get told a lot of time is mm -hmm. let's talk in a year. Let's talk when you have these skill sets. Let's talk about these weaknesses or these gaps you need to work on. Right. But you gave some examples on here are my strengths. Here's what I've brought to the table. Like I've clearly performed. And so you're doubling down on your strengths. Because I think that's just a cop-out. And you mentioned just you might be going to look for other employment or that it needs to be, it, it can't be us against them. You right. know, the you negotiation be should be something interest. amicable. Mm -hmm. One thing I like, yeah. And, and you need to, you need to be willing to, to work with the other party and understand them. Um, because if you're coming in as a top performer, that conversation might be easier, but what if you're just an average employee? So as an employer, uh, or a manager, you're, you're stuck in a situation where you want to keep the amicability. Um, you want to keep that individual on your team because like you said, turnover is, is Very really expensive. hard to deal with yeah. and expensive. So, um, 
I mean, this is something that you and I don't have a lot of experience with just in our careers yet, but this is just some fun simulations that we're, we're working on to start thinking about how to develop these skills from both sides, both as a leader or a manager, and then both as an employee looking for extra compensation or fair compensation based on your deliverables. So it was fun. I think uh, just in a quick 10, 15 minutes and, you know, decision wasn't made on the actual salary, but I think that's reality is it's definitely a lot of back and forth, but I really like that you, um, were, you were very strict on, Hey, I need a decision. I want something developed in writing because it could get just continuously pushed down and pushed down and pushed down. And, you know, two weeks turns into four weeks, turns into six months and you're left in, in the same spot. And then at the end of the year, I didn't have to pay you 77000 and now I can give myself an extra $3,000 bonus. Absolutely. Uh, that <laughs> never ever, like, whenever he said, you know, we'll come back and we'll talk about it, or are, are you willing to take seventy-seven k now with the promise? Don't don't worry about the promise. Get the offer on the table in concrete, and then you can make a yes or no decision. So that would be one of the things that I want to bring up. So anyways, Raj, we've kind of exhausted that skit. I, don't, I think we can just wrap this episode up so it's not too, too long. So... Thank you for listening again. Don't use those exact things as like, oh, this is like the yardstick. It's more of a, hopefully it helps you think about this conversation, inspires you to think along those lines. So again, Raj, as always, remember to stay hungry. And stay humble. <laughs>